0: And a very good Monday evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again. The O The Pain podcast. Monday, August 8th, 2022. The Joe Beningo O The Pain podcast, of course, brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, KZ Sports Marketing, and uh, my good friends, of course, my son Johnny and everybody at Anita Discount Tire. Now, a couple things. First of all, uh, I just sang the song Summer Wind for my wife brilliantly. Wasn't quite Sinatra. But we gave it a massive effort. Even my wife said it wasn't too bad. So that's, you know, you can't get a bigger critic than that. So, you know, there you go. So it's right before. I don't know if Aaron will put it out. Aaron, you can put it out if you want. And everybody could hear me singing the Summer Wind and making a complete ass out of myself. That's number one. Number two, of course, everybody knows it's all over the place now. I will be back on, uh, on a part-time basis on WFAN. I'll be working Saturdays. Uh, starting the day before uh, the uh, Jet and Giant season opener on September 10th, I'll be doing uh, Saturdays with my uh, great partner, again partner now, former and now soon-to-be partner again, Evan Roberts. And of course, uh, this week, uh, Thursday and Friday, I will be filling in for Craig Carton on WFAN with Evan in the afternoon drive uh, slot from two to 6 30 so i want to get the, all of that out of the way i want to thank everybody for all the kind words they said about me coming back and all of that and uh really looking forward uh to starting to do that again and looking forward to working with evan uh this week on thursday and friday all right let's get into the sports world right now if you are a met, I, if you're a met fan and i'm obviously i'm a met fan as everybody knows, like like I needed to say that. If you're a Mets fan right now, you are delirious. I mean, let's be honest. The Mets come off this unbelievable weekend where they take four out of five from the Atlanta Braves. They now have a a six-and-a-half game lead in the National League East, seven in the loss column. They're 70 up and 39 down. They're 31 games over five hundred. They have not been 30-plus games over five hundred. Since they uh, uh, won the division back in 2006, when they wound up winning 97 games, finishing 32 games over 500 that year. Unfortunately, they lost in the NLCS, as we all know, to the St. Louis Cardinals in a brutal uh, seven-game series loss. But it's been that long since this team has been 30-plus games over 500. And, and I gotta say this: this is the be- and I don't know how this year is gonna play out. We all know what a crapshoot now the MLB playoffs are. They're right there with the Stanley Cup playoffs or the NBA playoffs and all of that. But I don't know how the year's going to end out, end up. But this team right now is the best team the Mets have had since the 80s, since the 86 championship team. Dare, dare I say that? I mean, this team's steaming to 100-plus wins. They are doing everything right, and now... The one-two punch of Degrom and Scherzer is sitting there at the top of the rotation. And yesterday, look, Degrom in his first start at City Field in over a year was brilliant for five and two-thirds innings against the Braves. Now, I've had my problems with Degrom. I'll say this: It would be nice if we could see this guy actually pitch seven innings for a change. And hopefully, we're going to see him at some point. You know, take the freaking uh, you know reins off him. And let him pitch 100, 110 pitches. I mean, I'd like to see that. We saw Scherzer on Saturday go seven innings and throw 108 pitches of shutout baseball in the uh, uh, the uh, second uh, of the doubleheader sweep on Saturday, Saturday night. So I want to see that from DeGrom. But he was unbelievable yesterday. Uh, retires the first 17 hitters he faced. Eventually gives up that walk. And then the two-run home run to Dansby Swanson. Uh, but a brilliant effort by DeGrom over five and two-thirds innings. Again, nobody touched his slider. We heard all that from Gary Cohen and everybody going gaga over DeGrom and all of that. And it's great. And look, the guy's phenomenal. And you know my feeling. And let's go on and help our team win a world championship this year. But let me see him pitch more than, you know, five and two-thirds, five innings, six innings. I I really need to see that. Hopefully they're going to start stretching him out. And I thought it was comical yesterday as he's pitching a perfect game there was no way in hell that he was going to pitch nine innings in a perfect game. I mean, we <laughs> there was no way. I mean, he, he could have got went one, two, three there in the sixth inning and showalter with Buck was taking him out. I mean, let's be honest about it. So there's no way he was going to, you know, get an opportunity to pitch a, uh, you know, nine inning perfect game. What dare I say, no hitter? But nevertheless, uh, he was he was brilliant yesterday and right now the Mets are just. I mean, let's be honest. Right now, to me, when I look at at the overall landscape of Major League Baseball right now, to me, there's only two teams in all of baseball that I think are better than the Mets. And I don't even know if they are. But right now, I will say that. I think right now, the Houston Astros, they may not have the best record, although right now, they're only a half game behind the fading Yankees in the American League for the best record in in the American League. But I think only the Houston Astros, who dominated the Mets this year in the four games they played them, and and the L.A. Dodgers, who got about, a, amazingly enough, have a six-game lead over the Mets for the best record in the National League right now. <clears throat> I think those are the only two teams, you know, if you want to say they're better than the Mets, that's it. <clears throat> I don't think there's anybody else. I think right now the Mets are a better team than the Yankees are. <clears throat> I mean, I got to say this as I cough up lungs all the time, and I apologize for that. because you got to remember something. I don't have a cough button on my computer. Now, if I had a cough button on my computer – I wouldn't have these issues, but nevertheless, it's, it's what happens when you get old and, you, you, know, you, you know, you're you know, fading. You know, you're slipping into darkness. I mean, what else? A great war song, by the way, slipping into darkness. But nevertheless, <laughs> be that as it may, as I digress, as always. But, I mean, right now, I mean, those are the only two teams that I can definitively say are better than the Mets, and I don't even know if they are. But we saw Houston dominate the Mets this year, so okay. But right now, I think the Mets are better than the Yankees. they got the same record. They're both 70 and 31. The Yankees, right, uh, excuse me, 70 and 39. The Yankees right now have lost five straight games, got swept by the Cardinals in St. Louis. And the Yankees, we'll get to them, but they're having trouble beating the better teams in baseball. And now they got another tough. They they lost two out of three to Seattle at the stadium. Now they got to go out and play three games against the Mariners out in the West Coast. So uh, that's where the Yankees head now. And they certainly have had their issues. As I said, they've now lost five games in a row for the first time this year. But the Mets, I mean, what else can you say? They are sailing along. Six-and-a-half game lead. Remember, it was down down to a half game. Remember, it actually got down to a half game, and then the Mets righted the ship, and they've been red hot since the All-Star break. Uh, Like I said, now a seven-game lead in the loss column. They got the Cincinnati Reds coming in this week tonight at the City Field, and you just hope there's no letdown against a crummy team like Cincinnati. They got the Reds coming up now. And then they play the uh, Phillies. I guess DeGrom will make his next start next this coming weekend against the Phillies at City Field. But the Mets are hitting on all cylinders right now. And how about Edwin Diaz? I mean, how good are you when you maybe have the two best starters in baseball at the top of, the, at the, at the top of your rotation with Scherzer and DeGrom, and then you undoubtedly right now have the best closer in the game? I mean, there is nobody pitching at the level that Edwin Diaz is pitching at right now. He comes in again yesterday, three-run lead, strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Are you kidding me? And DeGrom struck out, what was it, 12 over five and two-thirds innings? The Mets wound up with 19 strikeouts yesterday. What a performance by Joely Rodriguez, by the way. You know, because that's the one area that if you're a Mets fan, you're still very, very concerned about. And that's the bullpen. But yes, you know, outside of, of Diaz. But yesterday, Rodriguez comes in and gives you two and a third shutout innings. He could not have pitched better than he pitched yesterday. <clears throat> he was tremendous. No doubt about it. And a big reason why they go on to win the game because that's always your concern and has always been the concern with the Grom. He pitches great, gives you six innings, you know, maybe seven every now and then. They generally don't score for him, although yesterday the Mets did put up five for him. Uh, and then the bullpen blows the game. I mean, how many times have we seen that happen? And that's what you're thinking again yesterday. Because he comes out after five and two-thirds, you know, you still got to fit, you know, you got to put two and a third innings together before you get to Diaz. You know, I doubt you were going to see a six-out save yesterday with Buck from Diaz, like you saw in the first game of the series on Thursday night. I don't think you're going to, you know, I don't know if you're going to see that again at least for a while. But that's your concern right now. Everything else, you got to be thrilled with the Mets. Everything else right now, you know, offensively, defensively, the starting pitching has been terrific. Uh, Diaz has been phenomenal. Your only concern right now, and this is, to me, there's no doubt about it, is the bullpen that's everybody not named Edwin Diaz. And even though Joe Rodriguez was great yesterday, do you really have a lot of confidence in him? Do you have a lot of confidence in Seth Lugo? Do you have a lot of confidence in Adam Adovino? Do you have a lot of confidence in Trevor May? You know, I mean, do you? Because I don't, okay? And these are the names of the guys. Michael Givens, who they just got from the Cubs. I mean, do you have confidence in him? And who the hell do you have confidence in in that bullpen? It's not named Edwin Diaz. And every time they go out there, it's like, you know, you hold your breath and pray that they're going to get the job done. And that's the one Achilles heel that this Met team has. Everything else, top of the line. Like I said, the best team, Met team, I've I've seen every Met team there's ever been. I've been a Met fan since day one. When I was a nine-year-old in 1962, another brilliant decision I made. Okay? Right up there with becoming a Jet fan. That was all just, you know, very, very, it was almost intelligent as my first marriage. It was right up there. Okay, with some of the dumbest freaking decisions that I've ever made in my life. And I've made a lot of dumb ones. I can tell you that. God knows. But Anyway, be that as it may. Um, Yeah, this team. I mean, they just they just look like they're they're a world beater right now. And again, the bullpen is what continues to scare you. You still ask yourself why they didn't didn't bring David, you know, trade for David Robertson who wound up going to the Phillies who, as I said, the Mets are going to see this weekend. How about Syndergaard being there, too? Got it. Noah Syndergaard and, and Zach Wheeler in Philadelphia. Zach Wheeler is still one of the biggest mistakes ever made by the Mets in free agency. The three biggest free agent mistakes they ever made, guys that they didn't sign. Zach Wheeler, Daniel Murphy, and the biggest one of all going back 30-something years, over 30 years now, they're not signing Darryl Strawberry after the 1990 season, re-signing him. So to me those are the three biggest free agent uh disasters, free agents that they let get away in the history of the franchise. But you but with that all that said, you got to be freaking thrilled about what you're seeing from this team right now. What a weekend. 4 out of 5 uh you know, 4 out of 5 that they took here from this uh this brave team and you know, the Braves are, they they got to be a little shell shocked leaving City Field. I mean, this is not The Mets that they've known from years gone by. Certainly not the Met team last year. And it's just unbelievable. And I'll say this. I said it on my last podcast. I'm going to say it again. Okay. Buck Showalter, runaway winner for manager of the year. I don't see how he doesn't win it. Unbelievable. And when are we going to start talking about Peter Lonzo, who drove in two more runs yesterday. He's got 95 RBIs now. (laughs) leads the National League. He's got 29 homers. His OPS is, is closing in on 1,000. He's batting well over 270, 280, whatever it is. When are we going to start to say this guy is the MVP in the National League? Because I don't see how, how he's not getting serious votes for that. And then the Cy Young Award winner right now to me in the National League is Edwin Diaz. I mean, I, I know Scherzer's been great. Edwin Diaz is the Cy Young Award winner. This guy just strikes out everybody. He's averaging like 18 strikeouts per nine innings. I mean, come on. He's basically been unhittable. I mean, you could even make a case for Diaz being the MVP in the National League. That's how damn good he's been. And whoever thought we'd say that? I mean, whoever thought that we as Met fans would be sitting here and saying that without any question, the best closer, as we sit here on August eighth, twenty 2022— the best closer in the National League, probably not just the National League in the, in the majors, is Edwin Diaz. Unfreaking believable! The Mets six and a half up on the Braves, seventy and thirty-nine. Just, just <laughs> roll that off your tongue, Met fans. Think about this: thirty-one games over five hundred. What? What? Unreal. This is 1986 all over again. All they got to do now is win this freaking is go on, win this division, win the world, win the World Series. They gotta do it. And the two, the team that scares me the most is the Houston Astros, if they ever get there. The Dodgers and the Astros. Those are the only two teams right now in baseball that you could make a case. And I don't even know if it's true, but you could make remember they did get whacked by Houston this year. But those are the only two teams in baseball that you can make a case or a better team right now than the New York Mets. Unbelievable. All right. Beningo with the Odor Pain podcast. Let me get my sponsors in here. All right. We got quite a weekend coming up. The weekend of uh, <clears throat> September 10th and September 11th, because that will be the Friday night, September 9th, is going to be the next live podcast coming up at the outstanding Hackensack Brewing Company. My good friend Mike Jones, what a what a great guy he is. What a great uh, uh you know a uh, brewery he runs there. Herb, TJ, Andre, everybody here at, at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Our next live podcast, Friday night, September 9th. You wanna be there? There'll be all kinds of surprises, of course. And don't forget, September 9th, that Friday night will be the live podcast from the Hackensack Brewing Company. The following day, September 10th, will be my uh first uh show with evan uh on a saturday that'll be our first uh saturday broadcast and we'll be doing a lot saturdays are gonna be like football fridays used to be in the old days it'll be football saturdays we'll be doing our NFL picks the whole deal and then of course on Sunday is the opening day with the Jets and the Ravens at MetLife I'll be there with a cast of thousands my wife's gonna be there my my grandson my, my Aaron my daughter's gonna be there everybody's gonna be there I'll be sitting there with Big Wood. Joey and Clark's going to be there. Joe Jet, Joey lazuski is going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. Kenny Scarbaggio, the whole, the whole mishpuka, as they say, okay, is going to be there for opening day, and that's going to be quite a weekend. Again, September 9th, Hackensack Brewing Company, our next live podcast, my uh, uh, debut with Evan on a Saturday, the following day, and then opening day, the day after that. And then the day after that, don't forget this too, the day after opening day, September 12th, that Monday, will be my first spot on the midday show with Brandon Tierney and Tiki Barber. And I'll be doing a spot breaking down the Jet game uh, every week through the NFL season on Monday on the uh, midday show with BT and Tiki. So, you know, that's going to be a big weekend. But again, September night, the next live podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. And you know the deal. Ten minutes off the GW Bridge uh, in Hackensack. Uh, the tap room's open 430 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue, right behind the tombstones. Don't forget that one tombstone with that woman who's actually still alive. They got the picture of her. She's on the tombstone, but she's still alive. And it says, I'm dead. Now what? Which is just, to me, phenomenal. Maybe that'll be on my tombstone. My tombstone will say, I'm dead. Did the Jets win the Super Bowl yet? Okay. All right, KZ Sports Marketing. My buddy, Kenny Zor, uh, you know the deal. He helps me get guests here for the podcast. Now, if you're looking to secure your favorite athlete or celebrity for any event, could be a charity function, a corporate golf outing, in-store autograph appearance. Check out Zor at KZ Sports Marketing. You can text them or call them, 516-996-7616. Simply visit kzsportsmarketing.com, 516-996-7616. You can get in touch with the uh, incomparable Kenny Zor. Okay. Got to get to the Yankees here. What's going on with the Yankees? I mean, the Yankees were breezing along as the best team in baseball. Best record in baseball. They're running away with the American League East, and they still are. But, boy, there's some trouble in paradise. The Yankees now have lost five straight for the first time this year. They lost two out of three to the Mariners at the stadium. Now they lost three in a row to the Cardinals uh, in St. Louis. They go back out. The Red Hawk Cardinals, by the way. Keep an eye on them as we talk about, you know, The the National League and the teams to, you know, be concerned about, you know, for the Mets in the National League, you know, the Cardinals are always dangerous and they're red hot right now. Okay, with that said, they take three in a row from the Yankees, including Jordan Montgomery shutting the Yankees out for five innings on Saturday after they traded him to the Cardinals. You watch how good Montgomery is going to be in St. Louis. It seems like, you know, that's another place where we say this about the Yankees all the time, you know, it's like you're going to Lord's and you're getting the holy water on you when you go there. Well, it's kind of similar with the Cardinals, too. You know, there's a lot of holy water going on in St. Louis, too, with the Cardinal franchise. So, you know, that's a dangerous team. But keep your eye on Montgomery pitching well there. You know, I heard this stat and it's crazy to think. And I obviously there's got to there can't be any correlation. Since the Yankees traded the incomparable, you know, the the, the Yankee whipping boy, Joey Gallo, and look deservedly so, Joey Gallo to the Dodgers. The Yankees have not lost, have not won a game. They're zero five without with Joey Gallo off the team. What? Duke, did you hear that? Zero five with Gallo off the team. Oh my god! And the Dodgers have not lost the game. Excuse me, the Dodgers have not lost the game since Gallo got on the Dodgers. And I don't know what the hell he's doing with them. I don't know, but you know, maybe it's just like a good luck, talk, look, uh, good luck charm. Maybe it was bad karma for the Yankees to trade Gallo. I don't know. I, obviously it's got to just be a coincidence but you know who knows but anyway the Yankees would have little some trouble right now I'd be very concerned and obviously I know Giancarlo is out Rizzo's been out a couple days I understand all of that but you know judge is still killing it you know and he's going to be the American League MVP stop which with Otani I don't want to hear about Otani okay and the crummy Angels who were 20 games under 500 the Otani's so damn valuable the angels are looking to trade him how about that unbelievable but don't get don't get I don't want to get started on that i really don't if aaron judge does not win the american league mvp this should be beyond an investigation okay beyond an investigation but with that said all right uh yeah I, i'd be a little worried i mean i i don't love their rotation you know we saw garrett cole get lit up last the last thought he had he gave up six runs in the first inning three home runs i'm a little worried about it do you really have a lot of confidence in jamison tie on You know, Nesta Cortez, is he going to continue all year and going into a playoff situation to pitch the way he's pitched? Right? I don't know. They just traded for Frankie Montas from Oakland, and he got lit up yesterday in St. Louis. So, I don't know. Who knows when Severino's coming back? You know, Clay Holmes has come back to the pack as far as a closer. You know, he was, you know, Mariano-esque early on in the year. That has not been the case lately. And the Yankees have had trouble against good teams. I mean, let's be honest. They lost five out of seven to Houston. And the two games they won against the Astros were come from behind walk-off wins, courtesy of Aaron Judge. They lost the two games they played against the Mets so far this year at Citi Field. Now, they do play the Mets two more times at the stadium. But they lost those two games to the Mets at Citi Field. They lost two out of three to a very good Mariner team at the stadium. And uh, they're going to be coming back to, uh, you know, uh, to uh, play the Mariners um, in uh, in Seattle, that's coming down this week. As I said, they're going to Seattle for three games, so uh, you got that happening. And you know they haven't they didn't play well against the Cardinals this weekend, as they were swept by a very good St. Louis Cardinal team. So I'm a little worried about the Yankees playing the better teams in baseball. They've had some trouble against those teams. So we'll see. You know, there's still you know there's still 31 games over 500. You got to believe they're going to write the ship. They'll be better off when Giancarlo comes back. You know, we'll see what happens, but you got to be a little concerned, certainly about the starting pitching. And uh, right now, uh, and I don't want to say the Yankees are in trouble, but they don't look like the unbelievable world beater. The team that looked like they were on their way to, uh, you know, be uh, another version of the 1998 team that won 114 games and then went on and uh, really blitzkrieged everybody in the playoffs. And swept the San Diego Padres in the World Series that year. So, um, but uh, we'll see. But right now, got to have some concern about what's going on with the Yankees. All right, Anita Tire, you know Anita Tire. My son Johnny, by the way, is on his way to uh, uh, Dominican Republic. So good for him as he goes to uh, Punta Conta. Hopefully uh, he's on a plane right now. Everything goes well and a uh, safe trip there. And But uh, Johnny will be back next week and you can go to Anita Discount Tire and check him out. And he'll take care of you. Go see his boss, Ari. If you got to go this week, go see Ari. Tell him Beningo sent you. He'll take care of you. Your tires, whatever tires you need, there you go go to Anita. Uh, Any work you need done on your car, you go to Anita Tire. It's in Rivervale, New Jersey. It's on Westwood Avenue. And you want to check it out. You absolutely want to check out uh, Anita Tire. So uh, go there. Go see Johnny. Go see Ari. And uh, tell him that uh, I sent you. Joe Beningo sent you. Okay. The o The Pain podcast, Monday, uh, August the 8th, 2022. All right. Now, the Jets had their, what do they call it, the green and white scrimmage the other day? What was it, Saturday at, at the Meadowlands? And all my Jet buddies are just, you know, my buddy Joe Jet, he was there, calls me. He's all pumped up. I'm pumped up for the year. You know, I talked to Ira. I don't know. How, I don't think Ira's as pumped up as he generally is. I will say that. You know. But which I'm surprised. I mean, there's a lot of negativity from Ira. But, you know, the Jets do their best work when they're not playing regular season games. So let's be honest about it. I mean, really, as I always say, the Jets are great from like February to August. Great. You know, once we get into the fall and they start playing real games, you're generally not so freaking great. So I am everything looks good. My major concern right now as a Jet fan, I have one major concern. When we're in training camp, as we get ready, Friday, I guess, starts the preseason. They'll, they'll play the Eagles in Philadelphia on Friday. The only concern I have, nobody gets hurt. This is me knocking on wood. No, I'm knocking on wood that nobody gets hurt. My wife is getting up. I'm knocking on wood again. No, no. I'm knocking on wood that no, double knock, that none of my, nobody gets hurt on the Jets. Right. And even my wife's not. Because that's the key. It, all this other stuff, I don't give a rat's tail what they do in training camp, that this guy looks good. Oh, uh, you know, Wilson, he threw 20 passes. None of them hit the ground. Okay, great. You know, I don't care. I don't care in training camp that Source Gardner looks like a combination of Darrell Rebus and Deion Sanders at corner. I don't care. Right? I don't care that Brees Hall looks like he's going to, you know, the, the next coming of Emmett Smith. I don't care. I really don't. I don't care that the defensive line looks like they're going to be, uh, you know, uh, 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 the uh, the purple people eaters of the Vikings, of the Carl Eller, Allen Page Vikings of years gone by. I don't care. All right? I don't care how good and Williams looks or Sheldon Rankins or Carl Lawson. I don't care. Or Josh Johnson. I don't care. None of that means anything to me right now. None of it. I don't care that Makai Becton looks like he's in tremendous shape. I don't care. I care about winning football games when they count. That's all I care about. That's it. That my team stays healthy and that we win. And, you know, you, you, nobody does the propaganda thing better than the Jets do. They are the, they are the kings of off season propaganda, okay? I got to see it happen on the field. And I will continue to say this. The season opener against the Baltimore Ravens is a must-win game. There's no way I, I don't want there's no gray area here. You want me to start to believe that things are going to finally be different at MetLife Stadium for the Jets, the floor at Florham Park. I got to see opening day in a win. And there's no reason that they can't win opening day. You know, this is not the Ravens as I've said of years gone by. There's no Ray Lewis, there's no Ed Reed. There's, you know, Joe Flacco's actually on the Jets right now. He's not quarterbacking the, the uh, Ravens anymore. You know, Jamal Lewis isn't there running for 2,000 yards. You know, Jermaine Lewis is not there, you know, returning kicks and punts for touchdowns. This is not the same. I know is still there. This is not the same Raven team, all right? I understand Lamar Jackson. I, I've said it many times. I think he's very overrated. Go in and beat them. The crowd's going to be pumped. Everybody's going to be jacked up. Opening day should be a nice day. September, all of that will be, you know, we'll be looking back, of course, uh, from the tragedy of September 11th. It'll be what? It'll be uh, 21 years now. Is that what it'll be? 21 years, the anniversary. Yes. So all of that will be going down. They have to win. That's it. They got to win that game. And then you got the Cleveland Browns the following week in Cleveland without the Sean Watson. They should win that game too. The Jets should be two and zero before they play the defending AFC champion Bengals in Week Three at, at MetLife. They should be two and zero. That's it. Two and zero. Go win the first two. Forget about just winning the Raven game. They got to beat the Browns in Cleveland with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. They got to win that game too. I said it a hundred times, a million times, a trillion times. I don't want to hear. That this team was 6-11 and and they improved. Or that they're 7-10. Oh, look at that. It won three more games than last year. Bullshit. I got to see a winning record now. Now. Enough. It's been 54 years without a Super Bowl appearance. It's going on 11 years, whatever it is, without a 12 years, without a playoff appearance. They haven't had a winning record since the— 2015 season when they blew the freaking playoff spot by losing to Buffalo the last game of the season. Thanks again, Todd Bowles, who, by the way, now is, you know, is sitting pretty as he's he's uh, the head coach in Tampa with Brady and company. So I don't want to hear about training camp. I, I could care less about anything that happens until the season starts. The only thing I care about is everybody stays healthy. That's it. All right. Joe Beningo, the Oda Payne podcast. Again, want to thank everybody that's listening. Want to thank everybody for the support with me going back on a part time basis to the fan. Uh, I'll be back on Friday with the podcast. I will be back Thursday and Friday working with Evan, uh, filling in for Craig Carton on WFAN. You want to check that out? Should be great. And everybody, have a great week. Enjoy your week. Uh, you know, embrace it because the summer is flying by. Before you know it, the summer is going to be gone. So everybody, enjoy your summer week, and I'll be back again on Friday. I'll talk to you on WFAN on Thursday. All the love.